0: Hello everyone! <laughs> What's up? That was very enthusiastic. Hello, welcome back to an all-new um, episode. You're gonna love me, of course. It's me, Katie, and I am joined today by the one, the only Dana Kathan. Woo! Oh my god, you
1: make me feel so good about myself. The one and the only. <laughs> the Hello. one. There is one and only Dana Kathan in the world. You know, it's more than enough. If there were two, mm too much.
0: No, but also. You're so special.
1: Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. Katie is not only one of my favorite people, but she made me feel very special because I just had a Leo birthday mm. and it was just it a was. good time all around.
0: I talked a little bit about it last week in my, <laughs> my little solo episode that it was just like I was trying not to be depressed. I was trying to be uplifting for myself, most importantly. But like, mm-hmm. whew, it was, com- I was coming off a rough week, but it was such a great weekend celebrating your birthday because we had two nights mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you but yeah we went to the magic castle and it was magical <laughs> i know that's all you can say
1: about it is that it was magical but like look someone made a fucking bowling ball come out of a pad of paper so i'm still recovering from that emotionally but like well i it's think also physically you've ever seen
0: you were having fanny flutters over that guy
1: he was a hot grandpa let me tell you <laughs> he had big dick energy i was like are are you hitting on me? His eyes were really intense. They were so intense. He just, yeah, it was just, if you can make a bowling ball come out of something flat, I'm, you know, titillated. So (laughs) I loved it.
0: It was a drawing pad and he drew a bowling ball and then he wrote bowling, bowling ball, (laughs) bowling. He drew a bowling ball and then wrote bowling ball and then lifted up the sheet and there was a bowling ball.
1: He, he like smacked it together and it fell on the ground. And also I love bowling. So I feel like that's part of the reason I was a little turned on. But yeah, it was it was weird. There were too many coincidences like with magicians. I feel like you're always looking for the like, what's your sleight of hand? What's the flaw? And I couldn't find any. There was like a 20 year old that was he was kind of giving me a version of Timothy Chalamet. Like he had that kind of energy, but he was
0: giving me like vampire or like Bridgerton or Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He was a little cutie pie.
1: He was a little cutie pie. Maybe he is a vampire and that's why it was at night. I don't know, but like, I can't figure out how he did that shit. So I
0: know. And guess what? I don't want to know because I believe in it.
1: I do too. Magic's real. It so. is real. So we're just going to go with that.
0: Okay. Dana, thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs> I love doing your podcast with you. I love when you're here. I hope here. other people love it too.
0: I, you know, I'd like to think so. And I, and I hope people like to, to listen to this. But I want to talk about a subject that I'm not. A stranger to, but I'm kind of a stranger to, and I'm not new to it, but I am new-ish to it. And you are very familiar with it, but mm-hmm. you are now dearly departed from. Dearly departed from It's it. dating. So, Dana is officially off the market. Sorry, boys who are listening. Sorry to that magician that I was
1: lusting after Ooh. while I sat next to my boyfriend watching the show.
0: Yeah, but Dana is officially has... A BF now, who I've met, and he's wonderful. He does look like a prince. He's pretty dreamy. He, re- Yeah, he really does. I and, don't want to
1: gas him up too much because in case he listens to this, like, you got to keep him humble, you know?
0: Yeah, we do. Like,
1: the right combination of telling him he's hot and then being like, you know what? Just calm down. And you're like, I could do better. Just uh-huh. kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, but I want to I talk about it because we, I feel like we've had so many conversations over the years of you dating, don't take this wrong way. Like guys, that come and go, Yeah, just you know, train wreck. You know. No,
1: there's no wrong way to take it. I'm very honest with myself about that, and you've seen a lot of it. Like, yeah. I I feel like I've made more mistakes with dating than the average person, but I've also learned a lot. So I'm a wealth of knowledge about what not to do.
0: I feel like I succeeded in dating, but only because I you know, found a dude and then I married him, but now Mm -hmm. I'm divorced. So like, I don't know. I don't know. You know the thing is? What we've talked about though, as of lately is the, the importance of dating yourself Mm -hmm. and that relationship really being the most important one in your entire life. Whether I think you are in a relationship, whether you're married, whether regardless that falling in love with yourself is
1: key. It's it. It is the most important thing. It's the thing that changed my life. It's the thing that allowed me to be in the relationship I'm in right now. And it is something that we kind of talked about this. Like people would say to me when I was down and out and having this situationship, that situationship, you need to love yourself and stop looking for it. And then you find it. And there's nothing more frustrating than when someone's telling you that when things aren't going well. But spoiler alert, it's the truth. And yeah. if you're feeling resistance to that, there's a reason why.
0: Can we talk about situation ships? Because Ugh. they are really just, not the pits, but they are the most, I think, the most common and the most prevalent. They really make up, I think, the majority of the
1: ships that we have in our lives. And that ship is fucking sinking. It's the Titanic. Yes. Yeah. Situation ships... What's with this cultural shift? That is the thing the last few years. I feel like it's really different and just been happening. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've had too many to fucking count. So
0: I think situationships for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, (laughs) because how do you not? Because you've had many in your life. So situationship is where you're not. You never kind of cross into the relationship phase. You spend months with a person, seeing them frequently, going on dates, you know, hang out with their friends it mimics everything of a relationship, but no commitment, no labels, no nothing. And usually ends up with no, with ghosting or, mm-hmm. or some kind of like tragic ending where you are left broken hearted or they're broken hearted, but you know, there's no, there's like we said, no closure to it.
1: I think the best way <laughs> to identify one is someone in the, re- in the relationship, situationship, whatever you want to call it is keeping someone else at arm's length. So for whatever reason, when someone won't put a label on it and yeah, if you're dating for a week, it's weird to be like, okay, what are we? Whatever. But if it's been months and you're sleeping together and you like them, you have feelings for them. And generally I'm speaking for women because it is a thing for a lot of women when we are physical with someone over time an attachment usually forms, you want to take it to the next step, but you're either afraid to ask for it or you do ask for it. And then they're like, okay, this is too much. But spoiler alert, it's, there's a lot of gaslighting that happens in situationships. Like them making you feel crazy that like, wait, where are you getting this impression? I'm only dating you. So why do you think we're dating? (laughs) Because you're fucking acting like you're dating me. What are you talking about? Well, I think it's people
0: not being clear about their intentions Mm -hmm. and their expectations. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and people getting them confused with one another because it's fine if you are just dating communicate that and communicate what you expect or what you actually are intending to do with that person you know and don't start treating them like a girlfriend and
1: mm-hmm. or boyfriend or whatever it might be i've is something i've learned cuz i used to be that way when i was in a situationship because i'm like okay maybe this has promise i want to put a square peg in a round hole like let's just wait it out and see if it develops into something and i would come from the energy of like what are we? Eventually, I would never in a 100,000 years ask someone that. The reason being, like these days of who I am and the work that I've done, it's not a one-sided thing. There are two people in that situation. I mean, it's also out there. Maybe it's a throuple. We don't know. But there's one or more people in the situation. So instead of saying, like, what are we? I think the approach with any situationship is saying, hey, this is where I'm at. This is the observations I have about the time that we've spent together. This is what I would like. I'd like to know where you're at. And then generally they'll, I mean, hopefully you'll be with someone who will be upfront with you and not just ghost you or whatever, but like it has to come from a place of honesty and setting expectations that you have. It's okay to do that. You should be able to say what you want, what you need. And if that person doesn't respond in a way that matches your energy, then they're probably not for you. And right. you should probably not spend more time getting in any deeper with them,
0: well, I mean, I think it's also good to be clear about that kind of relatively early on, you know? like like, hey, are you are you like looking for a relationship or yep. are you just are you just casually seeing people? So that way you kind of know if someone says, "I'm not looking for a relationship," don't keep seeing that person because that they're probably being honest. don't don't think that you're going to change their mind or that you, are going to be everything they're looking
1: for. <laughs> and also, in, then also, if you want to have a roster, you want to have a hot girl roster, mm-hmm. then sure, then they're on the roster. But they're yeah. on the roster for one thing and one thing only. So you don't put all your eggs in that basket. True. Yes. There's nothing wrong with a roster.
0: Managing your expectations, I think, is the most important in dating in general and also during situationships. Because you are going to get feelings involved and they're going to get
1: hurt. Well, and I was, okay, so we don't know how reliable the source is because it's TikTok and they said they're a therapist. We don't know. But I saw something the (laughs) other day that was really- There's a lot
0: of therapists on TikTok.
1: There's so many therapists and also a lot of- Doctors. Psychics and shit. Like, (laughs) have you ever, you're scrolling through and it's like, okay, Dan, what is your question? Does Becky love me? And then they like spin the little yes, no, maybe thing. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yes. Anyway, besides the psychics. She said that- situationships can sometimes be more painful than the end of an actual relationship because with an actual relationship, there were four walls and it was defined. And sometimes even if you don't get the closure you're expecting from that person, there's an element of closure because you were actually in a relationship. Whereas with something that wasn't defined, but there were still feelings involved can be just as painful if not more because of all the what ifs and did I did I do anything wrong? Did I give it my all? Did, the did I pick the wrong per- it makes you feel it makes you feel crazy? You go back through, and sometimes if it is someone who's gaslighting you, which let's be honest, that happens a lot in these situations. It's you. It, it makes you question yourself.
0: Well, and also you you spend probably eighty percent eighty five percent of the time that you're like seeing that person playing games with them or you know or questioning yeah questioning everything of being like did I text them too much should I text them back oh my god I haven't seen them in a week are they avoiding me oh my god okay well they text me back thank god you know you do that shit with yourself and that's not fun that's Mm -mm. not a good time a relaxing time you're not enjoying your time with that person so you're on edge the entire time so then when it eventually is over you're like, great. Is it me? Mental gymnastics. <laughs> it yeah. yeah.
1: It's it's constant. And that's so exhausting, right? Like right. mentally, physically draining. And I think what you said earlier about setting expectations. Yeah. On the first date, it's probably not like, mm, so what are you thinking about like marriage And to me? Probably not the move. But, but I, I think in general. In, no, in the first few dates, you should have an idea of what this person is after. It's not a crazy thing to say if you, especially if you like meet on a dating app or in that kind of scenario, you're, you know, there's, something that is generally thought like, okay, they met on a dating app, but that can mean different things to them. So it's totally fair to say, Hey, this is just curious. Like, what, what are you looking for right now? And then you don't even have to tell them if it works for you or not. You can just make a little mental note and say like, okay, maybe not going to take this one as serious. Maybe I am. I just know that my threshold when I got into my thirties for bullshit with games and you not knowing what you want and a really long talking stage and this, that, and the other non-existent. Whereas before, because I hadn't done the work on myself and I wasn't healed and I wasn't happy and I wasn't whole, I was so desperate to latch on to whoever made me feel good. And there's a lot of dopamine that happens when you're like someone and there's excitement and you're hooking up. It's not it. Like if that is not the person that is going to give you what you want, it's so painful in the long run to invest in that because you should be investing in yourself if you're feeling that way. Like that kind of neediness is coming from something that's lacking in you. And that's not me being judgmental. It's just from personal experience. Like I can speak to that, but there's many things you can do to remedy that. And it will in the long run serve you for your future relationships.
0: All right. We got to take a short break. So as a millennial, I'm so particularly excited about this launch. So uh, since the dawn of my time, (laughs) I have been such a fan of Steve Madden, ride or die, ever since I slid my little feet into those platform black slides. You know what I'm talking about with a stretchy little top that went over. If you had those, you were that girl. You were the coolest. And ever since then, you know, I've just always gone there for my go-to like and if I'm looking for a particular shoe for an event, a party, they just never failed me. And now Steve Madden has a full line of apparel. We're talking jackets, dresses, bottoms, jeans, puffers, bags, accessories, and it is all so cute. I want to have a full, like clueless moment, basically. Share horror with moment. They have this yellow plaid. Mini skirt, and I want to wear it with like a oversized blazer that they have that's so cute. And these like, Platform Mary Jane, I die. What a moment that would be, right? I feel like that is like the moment for fall. They've got some like really cute jackets, they have a leather dress that I want so bad, and it's also amazing because all retails are under $140. So you can go shop the full collection right now at stevemadden.com and if you use code loveme20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase visit www.stevemadden.com use code loveme20 for 20% off your next purchase promo code excludes pre-order items enjoy and let's get back to the show
1: Have you been looking for a place to talk all things parenting? And I'm not talking about who makes the best stroller, but the really important stuff, like how to be a better and more connected parent or how to raise children with empathy. Well, you are in the right place, folks. My name is Brandi Jordan, and I am a doula and parenting expert. And this is my show, Dear Doula. I will be giving you practical and impactful tips to parent with more joy, more calm, and more ease. I will also be talking to parents and experts who will be helping us to reimagine what it looks like to nurture ourselves and parent in more gentle and mindful ways. I am so excited to be in community with all of you. Can't wait to hear from you.
0: Someone was talking about, again, on TikTok, but they were explaining sort of the the concept of, you know, attracting and not chasing. And I think that is really important and plays into the whole, you know, investing in yourself and working on the relationship with yourself and falling in love with yourself. Because we've all kind of been there maybe before. And if you haven't, congrats. You're amazing. When we get excited, when we like somebody, we can obsess about that Mm -hmm. a little bit. Not become obsessed with them, but obsess about thinking about them and when we're going to talk to them and when they text us, we get really excited. But that is when all of our energy starts going outward and we're not directing it towards ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so it can, you know, it can be hard to sort of like retrain the way we think and how we spend our time and how our energy is spent as well. So always kind of redirecting it back to ourselves, focusing on ourselves, doing the things that make us happy, doing the things that fulfill us and fill our cup. And eventually when you do that, it's it's all of that energy is being directed towards yourself. All the attention, all that love is being redirected at yourself. And suddenly with again like think of it as like wind <laughs> coming at you you're attracting
1: you're not chasing and cuz you're coming from a place of happiness yes. and fun and love and not fear of okay I like this person I'm going to lose them it's just like I'm having a good time I know what I want I feel sure of myself dating is so much easier when you have those tools in your toolbox
0: what sort of things did you do to really start to like hone in on that work on that?
1: So for me, I think it was a little bit of a unique situation because I mean, obviously 2020 was horrible for everyone and (laughs) a lot of people it was worse for than even myself. But I was in a really transitional place in my life and I felt ruined in a lot of ways. And I felt like I would never be back to a place that I was. But what I didn't realize then is I needed to go somewhere totally different. So It was a bunch of small things and it started with, okay, I'm going to take a pause on dating because it doesn't feel good. I've been disappointed a lot. I've had so many of the same situations. So now it's time to look inward and realize that I am contributing to this chaos in my life, which before I hadn't been seeing that. I'm like, girl, it's been this many. Like, what are you doing here? Right. got to take a look at that.
0: Yeah, I think at times a lot of of times people, I won't say women or, you know, they they go through patterns or they go through, you know, the relationships and they end and they they're, there's a lot of like toxic patterns and they just kind of start blowing through relationship after relationship after relationship. And they're always like, I don't deserve that. And they're like, I deserve a person that's going to treat me the way I need to be treated because no one knows how to treat. And it's like, are you sure it's not you? If you're having just like failed relationship after failed relationship, you might want to consider that it might be you. And it's time to pause and maybe do a little bit of
1: work. And that that can be really bad tasting medicine. But I promise you, most of the time it's because the patient needed it. Mm -hmm. It's, It's something that totally changed the way that I approach dating. And again, the whole chase attract thing, because let's be very real. Some of the people I dated were just absolute trash. Some of them were liars. But there were a lot of them that it really wasn't them. The writing was on the wall all along that it wasn't going to be a fit. And the more that they started to pull away, the more I leaned in, which was what I learned later on. We can circle back to this. The book Attached. Everyone on planet Earth needs to read it. You need to know your attachment style. But I am an anxious avoidant. So it was playing into all of that. And another thing is when something would feel exciting or like the first date, like fireworks, whatever, I oftentimes confused passion and excitement with uncertainty and someone who was sometimes leaning in and sometimes leaning out. It was more so just like drama that I was chasing of like, because the highs are high, but the lows are really low. So it was taking inventory of that and saying, okay, I need to take a pause. So I took the pause and focused on myself for the first time in years and really looked at, again, not just like, okay, what's wrong with me in dating, but what do I want? What makes me happy individually? Because I will also say one of the most important lessons I learned, it's an extremely dangerous place to be when the only thing that makes you happy is another person. Because it's going to be a cyclical thing when if this relationship ends, it'll happen again in the next one. That if that's your whole world and the only thing that makes you feel good, you are fucked. Mm -hmm. truly. You have to figure out. And again, I know how painful and frustrating that can be, but you need to take time and figure that out. So I started doing a bunch of little things like started meditating, started regularly working out again. I changed the way I was eating. I started reading a lot. I started really investing in my friendships and taking count of who was good for me and who maybe I had moved on from. Or you know, sometimes friendships just change and that's fine. And did a lot of that, like focused on traveling, focused on my job, just a million different things. And then by midway of last year, I was truly happy for the first time in my life, like on my own. Like I was like, I've never felt real happiness before. I've gone through all these relationships and I've, you know, I've personally been through a lot of trauma. So it was like these people plugging holes or putting band-aids on bullet wounds. And over time, when I took that space, like midway through last year, I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to start dating again. And then when I got back into dating, I was like, there are rules to this shit because I'm not putting up with a certain kind of treatment. And if someone disappoints me or isn't in in it the way that I am, like I knew I was looking for something more serious. So I was just like, I'm not going to waste my time on the things that I used to, even if it feels like a thrill or something exciting. Like it's usually the beginning of the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also probably were able to pick up on certain red flags or things that maybe you would like maybe not catch right away or be willing to maybe overlook.
1: What's that weird Sandra Bullock movie where they all have blindfolds on? Is it called The Blindfold?
0: No, it's called That's Bird the blind Box.
1: Side. Okay, Bird Box. Okay, <laughs> basically, yeah. in my land of dating prior to getting well and healthy and mentally fit, I was Sandra Bullock in that movie. I fucking put on my blindfold and just walked around and dating. And there were red flags everywhere, but I couldn't see them because I had my little blindfold on. And I was like, this is fine. This is fine. If you've seen the movie, nothing about that is fine. It wasn't fine. I was the queen of not looking at red flags. But then when I would go on dates, I used to bring this energy of like, okay, are they going to like me? What do I say? How do I dress? is my hair perfect? Should I spend two hours on my makeup? And then I started going on dates and I'd be like, "Mm, 15 minutes tops getting ready. And when I'm going, I'm paying attention to them. Do I like them? Are they interesting? Do they ask good questions? Do they seem genuine? Do they make plans? Do they put in effort? Are they communicative? Which is a huge one for me. Mm -hmm. And so it was a total shift in my thinking of before I was like, I need to get this person to like me. And then I'm like, do I even fucking like this person? And I realized, no, I didn't like a lot of them. Like you're not for everyone. So you should fill your own cup and whittle down what exactly you're looking for and realize you're probably going to have to go on an amount of bad dates. I'm not saying it's going to happen for everyone. I went on 8,000 bad dates until I got to the good stuff. And you know what? I wouldn't change a thing.
0: But I also think you can't know what you want until you know like really who you are. Like right now I could tell you, I, I mean like, yeah, am I like, dating per se yeah I'm, I'm mostly like meeting people and like having like fun you know it's not I'm not dating to. it's mostly just kind of like for sport but no 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 okay bandit, sounds, like Beckham. no 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 but, no just not for sport but, but you know what I mean like I totally. haven't been I haven't been in this dating uh-huh. world for a very really long time so it's it's to just sort of like get, re-familiarize myself with this world you know I was with the same person for a very long time I'm very green. Well, you also are very
1: focused on yourself. Well, yeah, as and you I, should be. And i
0: and yes, 100% focused on myself. So again, and I'm, I'm kind of getting to know myself again. I feel like I'm going through like a massive, massive transition and like personality, like, you know, change in way, not change, but I mean, like I, like a tr- just huge transition in my life. So like, I can't really seriously date a person because I don't have no idea like what I want. Who I am, where I'm going, Correct. like there's so much, there's so much unknown in my life, and that's great, and that's fine in terms of that world. I would be a terrible girlfriend or whatever to partner to someone right now, but it's just fun kind of meeting people because I haven't done that for a long time. I've, my my world has been very kind of small and focused, and right now I just want to like get to know myself again.
1: Well, that self awareness is huge and is going to serve you really well in the long run. But also, that's what you just said. Dating, You should date yourself. And that sounds super cliche, but it should feel good and it should be fun because I didn't realize how distant I was from this old version of me that I needed to shake off to step into who I am now. And it's a constant growth process for me. Like I'm very continuing on that path of, of personal growth, but once you, it feels good to date you and you know who you are, you know what you're looking for. And then it's just easier to spot the real ones from the fucking losers. Cause there are a <laughs> lot of losers out there.
0: Well, I mean, I can still feel myself like, you know, if there's somebody that, I mean, I think they're like really cute or maybe we're texting a little bit. I'll be like, Oh my God. Well, he didn't like text back. Like, what does that mean? I'm like, why do I care? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to like get into like a thing or nothing. So like, I just need to distract myself. But well, it's <laughs> also human
1: nature. You want I know. We just want people to love us and like us and feel seen, even if we're like, ugh, I never want to speak to you again. But then you're like, wait, why aren't you speaking to me? Like, it's just human nature. Well, not like
0: I never want to speak to you again, but it's kind of like, oh, well, that that's what happened there. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm trying to like, because again, like if it was the op, if, if the roles were reversed and like he was hitting me up and trying to like, Take it to some place that I wasn't ready for. That would be a problem. So, mm-hmm. like, I had to like d- pull myself out and be like, well, Katie, like, like, this is probably a good thing because you got to manage the expectations here."
1: Focus. Think, <laughs> okay. Obviously, we've had deep dives on Sex in the City, so I'm always happy to bring this yeah. up because it's like I said, it's a documentary. It's so relevant to the phase that I, <laughs> we're in. But I remember there was this one episode when Carrie was basically talking about, you know, she didn't know if we were any of us, you know, any of her and her friends were going to end up alone, but she really had to sit with that fear. And she like went out to lunch and had a glass of wine by herself with no paper or book. And there were no iPhones at the time, but basically she was saying like, you have to get comfortable with the idea. So what if you are alone forever? That was a huge thing for me. Likely that's not going to happen to most people. But I was like, what if this is it? What if I am just meant to be alone and really looked at an eye? And at first it was really scary, but then I was like, Okay, so that's it. So, do you just go lay in a coffin and wait for it to end? No, no, you live your fucking life. You do what makes you happy. And I didn't even know at the time what made me happy.
0: No, because I've already had that. I've, I've had, I've been in the marriage and I've been with the person for a long time. And let me tell you, it, like, I don't, I didn't feel like I had it all or I had made it in life because I had it. Like, there was, there was many bits of it that were very unfulfilling, and that, that I, I spent a lot of time. I mean and so much of it was, and you know there was there was the highs and lows of it all too, so I can from experience say like you know i I can make myself happy like i'm I'm living on my own for the first time in ten years, and I don't feel like, oh my god, like this is so weird like I thought it would I thought it would be so much worse or so much scarier or so much more lonely because of that, and I'm s- surprising myself about how much. Better I'm doing with it. You know, I have, of course, I have days. Of course, there's days where I'm like, you know, I'm not, whatever. I'm not a sociopath. But, yeah. I mean, know. well,
1: and I mean, it's a brave thing that you're doing, but that's goes to show that it was the right thing in your life, you know, right. like when it feels that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no, yeah, I was more speaking to my situation, what I learned over the years, but yeah. it is an absolute journey. And, just not settling is so important. And I know it's so funny. I look back at all those situationships I had and I'm like, I don't even recognize myself in those situations. Now, when I look back, I'm like, what were you doing? Like, where was the <laughs> self-love? What, yeah. what was it that like, that was really what you thought was going to just be it and make you happy. And there's this, like, I'm big on manifestation and just in general, the universe always listening. I always cite books from it. Like it's important to me. And there was, I can't remember right now who said this, but basically the idea is why you have to be grateful every day for what you have and sit in that gratitude, even if things feel shitty Mm -hmm. is because you'll always be reaching for the next thing. So let's say like, you don't like your car. Okay. You get a new car. That will, the happiness and excitement of that will wear off in two minutes. And then what? So you could always keep reaching for the next thing, but ultimately you have to find the happiness within you and that center and being like, wow, things are great. And just appreciating everything in your life that's going well. Because when we tend to focus on the things that are lacking, which if it is a relationship, that can feel like a really big thing. But the second you let that go is when you're able to open yourself up for what is right for you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that is what changed the game for me Mm -hmm. because it was like, I have my own happiness. It belongs to me. And obviously I'm very fortunate right now to be in a really happy relationship. But like that's not the only thing in my life. That's not the only thing that excites me or make me happy. And if that, you know, ever changed, I would still have my center. And that is, that's the first time I can honestly say that in my adult life with anyone I've been with. And it's it's very comforting and brings its own security that you can't even get from another person.
0: Well, I think a lot of people become victims of circumstance and they place a lot of value on, you know, um, outside validation, especially when, like from their partner. I mean, Hello, I would I've been there. I mean we've all been there. But I mean like that's, you know, definitely the place I'm trying to get to more every day. I reckon I recognize that's where I need to be and I feel like I'm getting closer to it, but you know, it's it's
1: it's just out of reach. <laughs> it's a process. Yeah. Everything takes time. Well, I mean, I used to sound like a broken record being like, Oh my god, none of these relationships work out and <laughs> all my friends are married and happy, well, and whatever. And it's like, who cares what anyone else is doing? Yeah. Immediately mute that. Mute. Unsubscribe. do not listen. Like that little voice comparison is the thief of joy. Do not worry about what anyone else is doing at all. Like that was a big one for me, too, that I had to unprogram my brain
0: one hundred percent. everyone's going at their different pace. you know, I think also why why is it that we always not we but just in general, I think it's maybe more women that do this or whenever we meet like a guy, we'd always be like, trying to picture like marry him marrying him all through dating, I'd be like, oh my God, like when we get married and I'd be like, why? Like why even give it that much thought? Well,
1: and it's like, so dumb. (laughs) uh, Another thing I try really hard to do and I feel like I've been good about this. It's not perfect, but I try really hard to stay present day by day because it's easy to get ahead of yourself. And first of all, it's fun to get excited, especially if things are going well. And that's okay. Do that. I'm a daydreamer. Like I'd be lying if I said that I don't do that. But it's like, I was so focused on what's going to happen in a year from now and two years from now and whatever that I was missing out on the present. And like when you're in something happy, if you focus on each day and you're like, you know what? I don't know what tomorrow brings, just like with any circumstance Mm -hmm. in life. But today it feels happy and it feels good. So I'm just going to sit in that. The life is so much less stressful for you. I promise. Like, okay, this is a weird kind of sad analogy, but my cat, Leo, love my life. Everyone who knows me knows how obsessed I am with this cat. He last year had a health problem that was really unexpected and they basically told me that he was possibly dying and it was the most traumatic thing I cannot even explain. Luckily, it turned out to be a fluke after a year of testing and all this trauma. But when I was putting him through all this testing and we weren't getting anywhere and I was spending all this money, I was basically like, you know what? Whatever is going to be is going to be. He is going through all this shit and we're not getting anywhere. So what I'm going to do is live my life with him. I'm going to be so happy every day that I have him. He brings so much love and joy into my life. And then I realized that that applied to pretty much everything. So even now, even after we got these tests and Leo is thriving, and I believe he'll live to be 102, I still every day wake up and I'm like, God, I love you so much. I'm obsessed with you. So that's what I do with my relationship, my friends, everything. Like just take it day by day. Stop stressing yourself out.
0: Yeah. I mean, the minute I start getting into that sort of like, Doom and gloom of like, I mean, it's 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 easy, very easy, you know. I have to like drag myself right out of it so quickly.
1: And again, I am a, I basically have a PhD in fuckboys, like truly. But like, <laughs> yeah. like your girl is bored certified. But even now with the knowledge I have, it's still not linear and always easy. Like I'm and and I'm in such a different place now, not just with the relationship I'm in, but the relationship I'm in with myself. I'm starting therapy again tomorrow. That's been a long time coming. I'm very excited about it. But like, it's always a work in progress. But when you start to spiral, trying to find that center again, Mm -hmm. it just makes life so much easier. Stay present. Yeah. Feel good when it feels good. And if it doesn't feel good after an amount of time, then you probably need to make a change.
0: I know. I just think that, especially out of a relationship, it's really good to... I know that just like was kind of like a left curve because I'm trying to come back to that. No, totally. I know some people that like to relationship pop. Mm, toxic. And, well, it's toxic, but toxic. I, like, but I think it you repeat patterns mm-hmm. and you repeat bad habits like that. What you're doing is just replacing the old with the new, but still doing the same shit that you did before. Like you're not giving yourself a chance to grow and also grow as a partner to a person. Mm-hmm. You're going to just be like the same as you were to the last.
1: And I don't think people realize that they do that. Mm-mm. Well, it's like the best predictor of future behaviors is past behaviors. But right. it, everyone is capable of changing and learning. But you have to give yourself the space to do that. If you immediately just plug someone else in, again, that's you've not done any of the work. You've not. Gone there with yourself, you're just fixing a temporary, it's symptomatic. Like, okay, this hurts, but wow, this new person makes me feel good as an exciting. Boom. I'm just gonna plug and play. That cycle will never end.
0: And it's gonna guess what? You're gonna have the same problems and the relationship's gonna look the same as the last one, and it's probably gonna end the same. And you're probably gonna like again, ignore the same shit, cause the same problems.
1: Mm-hmm. And Put drag, your blindfold back on.
0: And then drag it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then and then it's going to end and you're going to be like, why, wh- how come I can't find someone? I deserve someone. And it's like, well, maybe be like single for a little while and mm-hmm. do a little soul searching. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll find the answer. Mm-hmm. I Listen, I, I feel like I spent a lot of time with it, even just in the last, you know, three, four years, just like, working on the relationship with myself because I had like low self-esteem, my confidence was like super low. I had like body image issues, all of that. And once I started like trying to at least like learn to love myself in terms of like inside my own skin, I started discovering some stuff. And I think that's where I kind of ultimately where I landed was kind of realizing I wasn't happy in my marriage because I started to love so much about myself, but I still wasn't happy. And then just couldn't ignore
1: Well, and that real self-love took me a long time. And even before I had had it in practice, I was speaking to it and preaching it. I'm a Leo. We're obnoxiously confident even when we shouldn't be. (laughs) So it was kind of hidden under there that I didn't realize how much rot was happening with me. And I really needed to reevaluate and make changes. And once I did, and I really felt it for the first time, like I could never go back now. I would never have anything in my life. I don't care how important I think it is at the time or what person, friend, romantic, whatever, anything that did not align with that feeling of self-love and perpetuate that and keep that going is a threat to me. Mm. Can't have it in my life. So like that was a big thing. You have to choose yourself. And also I'm with someone that chooses himself and is whole. And like that is what I attracted after learning all of that shit. Right. You know? Yeah. Because broken people can sometimes attract broken people.
0: 100%. Well, yeah. I mean… Like it's the law of traction, like 100%. I feel like I, I don't blame my, where I was at on like Tom or anything, but I think, you know, not being in a relationship where I was supported in the ways that I needed to be mm-hmm. really, you know, sent me down further than I would have liked to have gone because there's those are things I just need to feel, you know, supported in all areas of my life. So yeah, it, it took a lot of like rebuilding on my own. And then once my confidence was like really up, I was like, and I felt like, uh, like more alive and more on top of the world than ever. I was like, what am I doing in this? Well, when you feel that I was, way, I was like, like, I was awake finally. And I was like, oh my God, girl, like you've been asleep and miserable and down on yourself and feeling undeserving of the, everything that you, you know, really deserve in life. I mean, yeah, like you're not the most perfect person in the world. Like you've definitely, you know, whatever, but it's amazing, you know? And so now it's like, don't ever do that again. Like, you, you you, know, like, I know obviously
1: things that I want and don't want, but they don't need to go there. Well, <laughs> well, finding that place allows you to be alone. Truly, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was forced to be alone for a long time, but then again, and like, not to beat a dead horse, but going back and evaluating all that, now I'm like, being alone doesn't have to mean you're lonely. And once no. you find that place of just synergy within yourself, you again your threshold for putting up with anyone else's bullshit just goes away it's like no sorry just because you tick these few boxes these other ones that are really important to me it's not happening so like I'm choosing myself and I think that's an important thing you need to sit down and also like I wrote a note in my phone months ago when I started dating again after taking a break for another idiot (laughs) And I I was so specific in what I wanted. And it's okay to be really specific. I think that a lot of people who act and put out there that they're in really happy relationships are sometimes not actually in happy relationships. So it's also easy to like compare Mm. and get lost in the sauce. But you need to be extremely specific of what you're looking for, what values matter to you and put it down on a piece of paper, everything. It can be surface level. It can be really deep. Hopefully it's a combination of the two. But like you, how the fuck are you going to find what you want if you don't even know what it is you're looking for in another person. Mm -hmm. You got to know that shit.
0: Yeah. I just don't think I'm like even like allowing that. I'm not. No, not you. I just mean in general,
1: like the world. I don't know.
0: Well, I'm answering it. I'm not interested in that right now. I just want to have fun.
1: (laughs) Girls just want to have fun. I've You've been having fun. I've been seeing you guys. Katie just loves to dance. I
0: love to dance. That's all I'm going to say
1: about that. And I
0: like to talk to cute boys. Mm-hmm. Guys. That's kind of basically it right now. I also I got shit I got to do. I don't got time to waste. And and then but you know what? Who knows? Maybe in 6 months, maybe 8 months, who knows. year? I don't I don't know. I'll know when I'll know. And then I'll be like, I think I got it. I think I know what I mm-hmm. want and then I'll write it all down. Mhm. And then I'll be ready to seriously date someone, I think. But I don't know. It just feels like, ugh, I don't
1: want that. I love my list. I read it back again a couple weeks ago. And it was, the list is good. I'm really glad I have that.
0: What's your, what's on your list? Read it. I'm not going to say
1: it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've, I'm the only person that's seen it. But it was like very cute going back and looking at it. And just makes me feel like I'm on the right path.
0: I think you are. I think I'm so, so excited for you. Because I remember, I always tell you, I'm like, Dana, like, It's just because the right guy... And then this is dumb shit to say, especially, but it's like... But I really truly feel that. It's just like... But it's true. But it's so true. It's just like... It's just like it hasn't like happened yet because it's just like there's a really dope guy out there that you just haven't met yet. So like...
1: It's just about being like patient. Timing is everything. Well, and it's funny because now looking back, I just felt like something was happening in my life in general, even before I met Eric. Like... Mm. things were clicking like everything felt really good and Mm. then we met and it was like oh
0: the timing was it was all coming together the timing was finally right wasn't right before Mm -mm. but i'm really happy now for you
1: thanks (gasps) you
0: know so people like this as rupaul said what was it you can't
1: expect to love someone if you don't love yourself don't love yourself yeah how can you expect anyone else to we're botching that probably, but the sentiment is there.
0: I think, or is it, how can you expect anyone to love you if you don't love yourself? Is, yeah. that, is that it or is it the other way around? You know, I think it all, think works. It. It all works. It all works. It
1: all works. It's all meaning the same thing, but it's very true. Yeah. it <laughs> Very true. I like, I like it all. Also, I would say to anyone out there who is feeling that way and is discouraged and has had a track record of situationships or even total full relationships that haven't worked out, keep going. I know it's so mm-hmm. fucking discouraging. When I tell you, I was single for like six years and that, and mind you, I had a bunch of little relationships that I would not even totally count, but a lot of pain woven in there. And like truly, I would not have changed any of it. And again, you never know what tomorrow brings, but I know no matter what happens, I'm going to continue to have that attitude. Like mm-hmm. keep going, keep going on the shitty dates, take a break when you need to, and then get your shit back together and put yourself out there. Keep the faith. Yeah. Truly. And also
0: like keep the the energy back attracted on yourself too. Don't chase. Attract.
1: Can I read you something cheesy?
0: Yeah. Also, but I'll also say too, don't look at people who are like married or in a relationship and think like, you have it all like figured out because you never know what's going on with them. I'll never <clears throat> forget. Someone did say that, say that to me one time. They're like, you have it all like figured out and I was like why because I have a husband I was like that does not mean I have I anything bet, I bet fucking. that was me who said that to no you. no no it was it was not you but it, and this was also like she obviously did not know what was going on in my life because this was about two weeks before
1: mm, I, it wasn't yeah. me then.
0: <laughs> and I was like girl, you've got
1: no idea. This is another TikTok thing, but I wrote it in my phone because it just it basically it was saying exactly what we've been saying that you should you have to love you and you have to be the only one for you. Mm. And she said, repeat this affirmation. I don't chase. I attract. I am always the top priority. I am always the first and only choice. Say that to you about you. I love that. And let and see what happens. And also, even if you don't believe in that shit, like can't hurt. Right. It's not going well like try it open your mind i think no i think that's
0: way more powerful than anyone thinks and you know if it's if it's hooey then pr- prove prove it wrong right prove it wrong right. All right do you have any other thoughts on any of this any situationships dating relationships oh. anything that you know
1: i mean have- i will <laughs> die on this hill love you it starts with you let you blossom and then just see how awesome your life gets. And then also, even if you don't find a relationship ever or for a time, it's probably not going to be forever. But let's just say it was then like, make gonna, make yeah. your life worth living. Make it something that you are proud of That that like love hard the relationships you have, whether that's actual family, that's your friends, nieces, nephews, whatever. Love so hard the people that are in your life and that love you back. And I'm telling you, love will pop up in other places and read the book Attached changed my life. My friend who's getting her PhD in psychology, one day after I was spiraling, this was probably like eight months ago after a first date, she was like, Dana, I love you. I'm going to save you a lot of time and effort. You're an anxious avoidant. And you need to read the book attached. And I felt so attacked and I got the book and I was like, holy shit. So if you're single and you're wondering why things haven't been working out, highly recommend.
0: I feel like I just want to read it anyway because it's just out of curiosity.
1: Well, also, yeah, even even if you, it's basically secure, anxious and avoidant and then anxious avoidant, which is the real special fucked up kind. Even if you're a secure, it's still worth reading. Yeah. Which is what we aim to be. We all aim for secure attachments.
0: Amazing. All right. Well, I'm feeling the love. Do you have a rage text for today?
1: Oh, my God. I should have thought about this before I came <gasps> over here. What was pissing me off? Do you have one? Do I have one? I probably do. Hold on. What's been annoying me? Okay. <laughs> one second. She goes into her phone. Ooh, yeah. Who was I bitching? that or about Ugh, i do have one but i can't what? i know like, no i can't say it on here
0: oh okay do i have one i'm sure sh- I'm, I'm sure i do i feel like i was really i think i was mad about something earlier but i can't remember now
1: here's a rate check and this is just something that's stupid okay but if you call me and i call you back within 15 seconds you better answer your fucking phone what is that about what is that that happened to me today. Did, like how far how far did you go? How far did you go and then you don't call back for hours or maybe the next day. I'm like, "What? Did you call me and throw your phone into the ocean like the old lady in Titanic? Is that what happened? Is this the heart of the ocean? Your iPhone is the heart of the ocean?"
0: No, no. I I know. Unless but unless you maybe you, you got on a call real quick. I mean, there are things that that do happen, I guess, but like you were just trying to get a hold of me. Or when I text you and then you like call me back, it's like, no, 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 this was supposed to be a text thing. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, to get on the phone, I would have called you. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I will just pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. Communication is too difficult these days. Or sometimes if I'm, if I call you and then you text me back, it's like I, I called you because I'm driving. It's mm-hmm. like just correspond the way I'm trying to get <sighs> in touch with you. Correct. You know, keep the same energy. Keep, keep the same energy and answer your phone when I call you back.
1: Answer your fucking phone when I call you back two seconds later. Bye.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Dana. I love you. Really excited for you and this journey. And you're an inspiration for me and for everyone, I'm sure. My goodness. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, everyone, read the book Attachment. And I love you all. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Be kind to yourselves. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe. Leave a rating and review. Follow along on social at Music Hillscape and tune in next week for an all-new episode.